Welcome, wanderers and wanderers and wanderers to the last best Babylon 5 podcast. Welcome. My, my name is Sean Rose. Uh, I am one of the three hosts of this show. Uh, I host this with uh, two friends of mine, one of which has, has, like me, never seen Babylon 5 before, and that would be Steve. Steve, please. Yeah, hi. It's me. I've never seen Steve. Babylon 5 before. Never seen it. Um, uh, I've also never seen um, The Great Muppet Caper. All right. So, oh, we're not talking about that. Uh, we are talking about Babylon 5. Always, always skip that one in the video store. So. Uh, okay. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that one either, uh, but that's not relevant to at all to what we're talking about. Okay. And uh, our, our second, oh, yeah. uh, our, another host, uh, Ben, here. Hi, my name is Ben. I have seen all of Babylon ben 5. Ben has, has seen Babylon 5. He's seen Bye. all of them. But I will come clean. I haven't seen the Great Muppet Caper. All right. Well, none of us have seen the Great Muppet Caper. Great. And um, no plans on seeing it. Send us yeah, an email really. at, at lastbestb 5 at gmail.com uh, if you want us to start a Patreon and have our first episode be that we watch the Great Muppet Caper. Yeah, Honestly, frankly, um, I'm not going to watch be, it otherwise. Could not uh, be less relevant to. I think $5 even if they do tier, it, if I'm we be can honest. confirm that we get, let's say, Ten people, all right, to uh, on a Patreon, we will have a special podcast, special only for listeners. All right, or, I'm going to be honest with you. I think even if we get ten people, I think I might still not watch it. All right, how many? How many would it take? Yeah, put a number down. I don't think there's a put, number. I think I might just come <laughs> I just, on. I, just, I think I might just not watch it. Just, all right. just well, Sean, Sean, Steve Sean and I, I guess we'll watch it. Yeah, Steve and Ben can. John hates it. the Muppets. He's he's scared of them. Frankly, I yeah, think I do crazy. find them scary. Yeah, he yeah. he doesn't I, think that it's natural because they're not like you know. There's humans that control them. They're not really uh, alive. It scares uh, you. It it, it yeah. fills you with fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's I, why I, you, I we should to do see this Patreon special. Them. I think it's a I think Confront it's a deception. I think yeah. it's a deception. I think it's deceptive a deceptive practice to to control a a a, a puppet that way. Uh, but uh. Nevertheless, uh, we are here to talk about Babylon 5, and we're going through the whole show. Like I said, Steve and I had never seen this thing before, but Ben yeah. knows it all, so he's guiding us. Is sort he? of. Not really. Yeah, not really. <laughs> Sometimes I, I uh, don't say really. what the description of the next episode is. That's, That's true. I But think we are. We're here in season two. <laughs> we're a lot, of, a lot of, of stuff is two. happening. Yeah. Shit is popping off in this show. And uh, we're going to talk about Today, this episode, Confessions and Lamentations, folks. This is a, a fucking, this is a rough one, folks. This is a, this is a, a comedy uh, episode. Yeah, this is a comedic <laughs> episode. Um, yeah, the, uh, Christopher Frank put in a lot of comedy music in this episode, which I thought was <laughs> very inappropriate. There uh, are constant fart sound effects in this one. Just, yeah, it this was, was a, uh, there's a slide first. whistle, which yeah, was brand yeah. new. Like he's been using a lot of theremin, but this, this time he yeah. uh, leaned heavily on the slide whistle. Yeah, perhaps the single most grim episode that I have yet seen. Hey, Dr. Uh, Lazarin, wake up. And we've seen an episode where a, a fucking kid died. Well, now, guess how, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, guess what? More to come the, on kids. JMS was like, oh, JMS was like, you oh, like yeah. like that? You like that? I got someone else for you. Crank it up. <laughs> um, but before we get started, we do have some, I believe, some segments that we'd like to uh, cover. Well, we have this, some exciting news. Very uh, exciting. Yes, we do. This is yeah. something so exciting to all of us. Sean, your dream has come true. Yes, I am very excited about this. Uh, somebody has heeded our call 
very quickly, I would say. This happened very fast, and uh, I did not expect this to happen so soon, but I'm very happy it did. I, I wanted Koshiden. I wanted Koshiden so much. I wanted to see Kosh and Sheridan together in, in love and in respect for each other. And, uh, sure. and a little steam, too. And a little steam. Yeah, of course. A, a little, little spice. And uh, we got that. Somebody sent it in. Uh, what was the, the name of this? this is, uh, uh, a gentleman from, named uh, uh, Timothy. Not to uh, uh, reveal too much about Timothy, but I will say that I believe this is the same person that sent us a very nice yes. fan letter. Yes, he did. He uh, so a, a very, very props to him. Very kind of him. Uh, and uh, yeah, let me. Uh, well, let's if, get if the I'm, lights. Let's let's dim the lights. lights I am going to read a little bit of this. Uh, let's get a glass of wine and, and just and is, see what's going on here. Yeah, let's, um, folks. I'm going to read a little bit. This is called "A View of Perfect Beauty," mm-hmm. a Koshiden tale. Great. That's a great right. name. I love this, uh, and I hope this is on Ao3 already. And uh, Ben has going. not read this. I'm the so person this, that answers the emails. I am also but I was not like, read I'm this. going to, I'm going to just copy and paste this into our group chat and not, yeah. not look at it, which it's, uh, it's true. Ben, yeah. Steve has read it and just made it. sure it was, it was above board and apparently it's above it is. board. Yeah. Uh, so, so that's good. So I, I will read. So <clears throat> once again, Kosh asked Sheridan out for another date, having bonded with music, he decided having bonded with music, he decided to take John out to a fancy Gregorian concert this time. Not just some cheap back alley establishment like he did before. <laughs> nice. That's nice. Afterwards, they were walking in the halls. Well, Kosh was more gliding than walking. Thank you. you. Thank true. you, Timothy. <laughs> John was considering how it was their third date and felt like being forward. Ooh. <laughs> like this. John tells Kosh he'd like to take him to a special place where they could disrobe and maybe later <laughs> seek out some frictionless sheets. <laughs> yeah, dude, you gotta find some. I guess Sinclair There's gotta be some stashed around, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's gotta have it, yeah. Kosh agrees. Meanwhile, Garibaldi and Franklin, are we got multiple characters, multiple yeah. scenes? Yeah. There's a lot here. Multiple, Meanwhile, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, 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 OT, uh, OTPs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, Garibaldi and Franklin were on their way back to Franklin's place so they could share an extra cot for quote-unquote medical purposes. (laughs) You know, this gives you everything you need. Garibaldi was staring at Franklin's ass and tells him him that the green jumpsuit is is really getting him wet. (laughs) This is good stuff. Kids, don't don't listen to this uh, episode. Uh, Franklin responds that he usually likes stroking his partner's hair, but for him, he's happy to make the exception. Right? Right. Now in private, John, we're going back to to Sinclair, who is nearly stripped down at this point, finally gets Kosh to begin disrobing with a loud sound as the helmet begins to lift up and pull backward as light glows out from the top. This is incredible. We're we're revealing. This is very important. Uh, as Kosh's head pops out, Sheridan has never been so shocked in his life. Instead of giant Centauri dick alien, which John was secretly hoping for, considering what he had read in the reports concerning last year, yeah, yeah, he was instead so. greeted by his longtime super close best friend, Keffer, in a robe and rollerblades Roller and with blades. a flashlight for the glowy effect. Rather than angry, John shouts at Rather him. Rather angry. Rather angry, I'm sorry, excuse me. Rather angry, John shouts at him, I thought you were supposed to be on the forbidden list of unpangable species. I already know what you taste like. 
Yeah, it implies a lot. <laughs> yeah, it right. implies a lot with a few words. This is great writing. This is, yeah, this is something. Just then the door opens up and Garibaldi and Franklin are standing there. Garibaldi furiously yeah. screams, only yeah. at Keffer, because yeah. Sheridan is his superior officer. Hey, yeah. respects the Very respectable. Yeah, what yeah, the hell yeah. are you doing in my tube? <laughs> this is keeping with the lore of the yeah. show. Yeah. Garibaldi lunges in and decks Keffer right out. And just as the doors are about to close, Franklin realizes that his medical expertise could be used in this situation too, and decides to join in the fight slash orgy, whichever it whichever it turns into. Yeah. Right. Great, yeah. A few right. hours later, Londo and Chikar, ooh, we ooh. Ooh. <laughs> we're jumping with so many characters, yeah. have bonded quite closely while waiting for the offensively long lift to arrive. Tee-hee. As the doors open, so do their mouths <laughs> before they quickly close again. Sitting there in the awkward silence, Londo offers Chikar to come back to his place for a drink and mentions, we can even get Veer to watch. So that's 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 it, folks. That's the view of perfect beauty, and I I do respect that. In really just a paragraph of text, I uh, got in like I think that was three pairings, four, three. I think four three pairings O-T-Blaine. because Keffer, Keffer, and Keffer and Sheridan also. Sheridan. So yeah. it's Keffer, Keffer, and Sheridan, Keffidan, yeah, uh, then... uh, Garaklin. Or Frank, Frank, no, Frank I'm sorry, Frank Baldi. Frank Baldi. It's Frank Baldi. Lacard? Lacard? And Veer gets to watch. And Veer gets, gets, gets to watch. So. And That's he gets to have parents. a friendly That's wave. Great stuff. So thank you very much, Timothy. Uh, uh, Timothy, that was, uh, Timothy. that was wonderful. <laughs> thank you, Timothy. <laughs> what a delight. And uh, what a True strange delight. delight we've been given. And uh, more, please. Send us more. We want more. We want more. <laughs> Last best B five at best B5. Gmail. Yes, the the standard has been set and it's high. It's high. So if you come at us, be ready. All right. Now, uh, Steve, did uh, you and I want to talk about anything? Uh, yeah, we just um. Well, Sean did a lot of chit chatting up top that this is a Babylon Five podcast. It's actually mm-hmm. not. It's a mm-hmm. it's a lifestyle podcast. Yeah, I'm not getting into this again. Just just get, and, get uh, through this and, and we're done. We are, uh, the lifestyle that we subscribe to is the Tang lifestyle. Now, Tang is a powder drink. It's a powder you stir into a glass of water, much as I'm doing right now. Yep, I got hold my on, water, me too. I got my Tang, and I'm going to knock it around a little bit. And it's good radio as well. Yeah, what, I'm uh, really pouring it in. I don't know if you could hear me pour it in. I'm doing um, two, I am two uh, I am drinking water and I'm also having actually a little bit of Gatorade. Oh, what flavor Gatorade? Cool blue. I don't care. Um, uh, yeah, we don't care. I was recently a little bit sick and no one cares. No one cares. All right. Yeah. This thing. I haven't delicious. been I haven't been sick at all since I started drinking Tang. That's weird. Me neither. All right. That's that's a little. I think that's a little irresponsible. Don't don't start with, by saying that. This, but tang I'm not saying anything. A I'm cure just saying, all of some kind. I'm just saying two things. It helps it's my yellow your, cells carry uh, important let's, information. Let's, 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 my... not, let's not go there. The Tang lifestyle is all about <laughs> being young and hip and rebellious, and we just want to say... Is that, it? Yes, it is. And we yeah. just want to say that, uh, that we have been um, made aware of a, of a Tang essay writing contest. Oh, I, I uh, blissfully where, forgot about this. Where the winner... Right. Of the the contest gets to uh, choose the next flavor that Ting makes, um, and we're all diligently working on our essays. Ben, uh, 
have you been working on your essay? Uh, yeah, and I have to say, it's a barn burner. It is an essay. Um, are you familiar with uh, such famous essays as the Gettysburg Address? Mm-hmm. It's better. Great. Uh, I've been plugging away as well. I started from scratch. I was very unhappy with my 100th draft, so hopefully 101 does it. Sean, have you been plugging away on your essay? No, I am not writing an essay. The prompt is what Tang means to you. Uh, it means so... nothing to me, so I will write nothing because it is meaningless to me. I, I don't care. All right, well, that's uh, that's all for this Tang check-in. We'll, we'll be back Good. to talk Tang we'll later. We'll be back. We'll be back to talk Tang later. All right. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, Dangler. great. Thank you. We're done with this. Are we, are we able to get on with the episode mm -hmm. now? All right. Fantastic. So, uh, Steve, I believe you are handling the story for this episode. This yeah, I loved cheerful and yeah. I love inspiring episode, uh, confessions and lamentations written by JMS himself. Written by oh, the master. Shit. I've himself. been reading it as confessions and laminations this whole time. Oh uh, no. I've been calling her did, Crandall. Did I even watch the right episode? Oops. Yeah, Confessions <laughs> and Laminations is a is a The Office episode. <laughs> this is the one where uh Michael oops. Or I guess uh for our British listeners, where David. Yes. Oh, I should uh I should well, I should read the little uh yeah, what's summary this? here. Yeah, what's this all about, Sean? I don't want to... Uh well, I'm just reading the HBO thing. It just says ancient beliefs contemporary ignorance and futuristic medicine clash when a plague threatens the station yeah cool uh, oh this boy. is a great uh, what a what a delight that's the b it. plot actually yeah. we'll get to what the a plot is pretty well pretty let's just jump in um <laughs> let's we start we're in cnc and ivanova is telling sharon that there's a markeb transport it's overdue and she's thinking let's send some star furies out to check this out because yeah, but, but who <laughs> and Sheridan, well, that's a great question. Sheridan goes, oh, hasn't the Zeta Squadron been on like a little break because uh, Keffer's doing something weird? Ooh. And she goes, yeah, Keffer has been out. Whoa. My close out. personal friend. My friend Keffer, who I've been friends with for at least two years now, has been out looking around because he saw a mystery ship in hyperspace. So that's there was a he moment was. here where I was like, JMS has been listening to us. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, uh, Sheridan goes, okay, well, I don't care. Bring Keffer yeah. back to so, base. And I was just like, yes, bring him back. 12 mentions of Warren Keffer. I'm going to, I'm going to say right here, I'm going to, I'm going to say something right now. Yeah. yeah. Faith manages. <laughs> yes. Faith manages. This was here. a brief, a brief, brief moment of excitement for, for the Kef pilled. Right. Uh, so it seems like this is him kind of, uh, what's the word, lampshading where Keffer's been. is like, yeah. oh yeah, every time we would have seen him, he's just out in hyperspace looking for a mystery UFO. No, yeah, don't that's worry not about a lampshade. Yeah. This is, well, this is a reward for the pill. Uh, yeah, if you're like an English lit teacher who's listening, give us an email. What's the correct phrase for what this is? Uh, well, let's go then to scene two. Keffer's not in this, unfortunately, but it is Franklin. He is examining a dead body. It's a Mark Hebb. Uh, and the Mark Hebb doctor, uh, Lazarin, which is, wow, what a cool name, Lazarin. He's, he's mad that Franklin is there in the first place. He's, he feels like he doesn't need this human doctor around to uh, poke around and, and see what he's seeing. 
but that's just station protocol. Uh, but Franklin thinks it's a little weird that there have been four dead Mark Hebb in so many days. For all, all for natural causes. And all for natural causes. He's like, like yeah, organic, is... beautiful, natural, all natural. Okay. All natural causes. Like, no artificial. Yeah, like from the earth, real true causes. Real, oh, real true causes. Mm-hmm. RTC. Mm-hmm. But frankly, says, yeah, this is weird. I'm gonna do an autopsy on this this dead body. So uh, let me do it. Get out of my way. Mm-hmm. Then we have the All opening, right. and I think this is a bit of a cheat because the cold open talked about uh, Keffer so much. But I said, yeah, yeah, definitely Keffer's in this. It would have been very funny yeah. if he was it mentioned. And they were like, yeah, we'll send Keffer out, and then we didn't see him. It would be really funny. Um, what what actually does happen is almost as funny as that. Um, yeah, so <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Why do they want this character? Oh, what man. is the point of Keffer? Oh man! Oh <laughs> man! Like, finally, he's like, back, and he he has like two lines. This is the this is yeah. Awful. It's like they mentioned him like twenty times in the first scene of the episode, and then he's in the opening credits. Obviously, obviously, and then as we will see in the next scene, he is in this scene. Uh, after oh, the credits. God. All right. Uh, yep. Yeah. So Keffer's in this episode. I thought remember maybe... he's sleeping in his dressing room and there's like a furious knocking at the door. Yeah. And he's like, huh, what? And it's like, Robert, Robert, we need you. <laughs> what? We need you on set. Yeah. You're you're in this new you're in the next episode. You're in the next really? episode. What? Yeah. And then they yeah. they hand hand me the script. It's like, look, you're mentioned <laughs> on the first page. Oh whoa, gosh. whoa, oh my god. And uh, and you're in a like a mentioned again on the second page. Oh my god! All right, then then there's another scene. Don't worry about it. And then uh, and then you're here. Um, and then he's like, and and then what? And then what? Well, you could go back to your nap. Yeah. All right. So yeah, we're talking about the next scene. The the opening happens. Keffer's in this episode, obviously. Uh, we have Ivanova doing the uh, like. We're the back pr- in the circle. We're, we're back in the, in the circle. Troop circle. We have uh, Ivanova's doing that Princess Leia thing uh, where she's just like barking orders to all these fly boys. <laughs> you fly boys, you crack me up. But I keep telling you I'm not a pilot. And I keep telling you, you fly boys, crack me up. Letting everybody know what's going on with the ship. Hey, the ship's been uh, incommunicado. We're going to go check it out. Might be dangerous, might not be. Let's see what's going on. And Keffer, by the way, Stop your wild goose chase for just a frickin' moment here. Yeah, we Keffer, got bigger fish, fish to fry. Keffer, you're off doing way too many interesting things. <laughs> yeah. Keffer, your off-screen adventures are way too complicated and uh, exciting for this show, so you better get onto this uh, search and rescue duty. Keffer, this exciting adventure that you've been having, every time uh, there's an emergency on Babylon 5 that the show's focused on. That ends today. <laughs> that ends today. And he's like, but I saw a giant UFO. I don't know what it is. And she goes, yeah, well, you're going to see my hand up your ass if you don't go on this boring mission. And then people are like, wait, wait, yeah. is, did that happen? Was that something we remember? And they were like, oh, yeah, like that episode with uh, what's his name from Twin Peaks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> good stuff. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed that, folks. Uh, the we we see him one more time. Yeah, it's a couple lines later. 
He has, but, he, we see him one more time. Uh, does he? I don't even remember. Yep, we see him one more time. You will see me one more time if you do good. You'll see me two more times if you do bad. Everyone, I just don't relax. Sean, just I, relax. Ben, of, just relax. We're because having a of what this episode next. is, forgive me that I... Uh, I, well, I, I, I don't know that. what you're talking about. Keffer's the A-plot. Listen, there's a comedy oh, scene next, boy. so just relax and get ready to laugh. Get ready right. to split your sides with yeah. this hilarious JMS comedy scene. Oh, this uh, is this is pure JMS comedy. Where Sheridan goes to Delenn's little house, and he wants a... Uh, well, he doesn't want it. He's been invited to a Minbari meal because uh, she joined him for a human-style meal. Now he gets a Minbari-style meal. He... He gets to go to, and this is an observation that's on the Lurker's Guide, he's essentially going to uh, a, a Passover cedar. Mm. Um, uh, I I have not been to one, so I don't have a point of no, reference yeah, I've there. Never, I've I, never I, 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 like, I know that there, you know, you set a place, uh, you know, you set another place at the table. And this, uh, uh, listen, as has been covered very thoroughly, um, I'm a a, a strong and uh, practicing Catholic. So, yes. unfortunately, I don't know very much about that. Uh, you know, I mean, could have been Steve, invited to one. I just yeah, I mean, I, I could have been, but I haven't. Uh, so that's a. Uh, uh, I'm open. Um, I would love to. I would love. Yeah, to. I'm open. Uh, 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 Sean, I'm no like I'm noticing that uh, you didn't chime in when we talked about being Catholic, which is that's a problem. But yeah, that's, that's okay. I, I'm not, I could I'm not, uh, baptize you in a bathtub. Not a problem. Um, uh, no, I I would not like that. Um, our friend Ryan, he's Catholic. Uh, you know, just okay. Uh, we'll talk I am, after uh, the show. I am, about, I am not Catholic, so about the good news. We'll um, talk about the good news after the show. But uh, here. <laughs> Sheridan is we like have a cool pope now. Yeah, we have a cool pope now. Uh, <laughs> right. So there are a lot of Minbari rituals about cooking. It takes two full days to prepare this meal, and a lot of steps, a lot of different things you got to do. And then Sheridan's like, "Well, okay, well, uh, I'm starving, so let's dig in." And, and I'm starving, so uh, let's eat. Let's eat. I and think. Goes, well, well, well. I think Not... Box Lightyear is very funny in this scene, actually. Oh, I, I think know yeah, this I, is honestly, very I... JMSE humor. Which honestly, is... I thought sure. this was a I thought this was a cute scene um, because every single time, like he, uh, yeah. him playing it off very poorly. Because as we've said, oh, sure. Sheridan has absolutely like he wears everything on his face so it's just like it's like yeah yeah no 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 i'm not irritated by this at all i i like it because it seems like he's sincerely trying like Mm -hmm. he he really is he he does want to be respectful but it's just like it's he's just that way it's he's just a like sheridan it just has a little bit of he's he's a little bit of a meathead like a little bit so it's like you know he's a little bit of like oh geez i just want to eat yeah well if you thought i just want to chow down you you don't like the steam steve i get it if you thought that joke was funny, how about you I mean, see it's it corny, but it's, it's corny, but it's cute. I, 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 it's I, cute. It's a fine little I, scene, I Steve. Were you, you, you upset? Yeah, I was. I didn't like the scene. Wow, uh, but this is right. Aha Doom okay. all over again. That's okay. Uh, wow. uh, so yeah, he, he's like, boy, oh boy, do I want some food? Oh, I guess I got to do this thing. Well, I guess it's time for food. Nope. Got to do this thing. So that keeps going for about 25 freaking minutes. <laughs> Um, but uh, then we get another scene. Thank goodness. 
And it's the Star Furies. They get to the Markheb ship. I just want to say who's, that uh, who's in one of the Star the, Furies? Just yeah. a question. And uh, this is a good question. Uh, Warren Keffer. Oh, oh, right. Yes. Okay. Now I remember. You'll see me two more times if you do bad. Yeah. yeah he this goes is the in for plot. another look. And he has his computer that has one of the most irritating voices of any computer. Registering no life signs aboard the target vessel. Hey, uh, what's in the. Are there any life signs in there? No! <laughs> okay, how about life uh, signals or something? There are 203 life signals! And he goes, but wait a minute, but they're not life signs. Does that mean they're all dead? Are they all go 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 ghosts? The computer's like, yes, they're all dead, Warren. So yeah, they're all they're all dead, and uh, that's very spooky. A ship of of corpses. Uh, how spooky! I guess that's the worst thing that's going to happen in this episode. Franklin, meanwhile, in the med lab, is doing an autopsy, and he starts to get a little worried. Sees something queer. Yeah. He sees something a little queer in here, and he calls. Uh, I don't know who he calls, but he goes, hey, uh, those three other Markeb that died, uh, are there corpses still around? Because I might want to go poking around in there. There may be a problem. Dun, dun, dun. I, you know, I thought it was kind of weird that he, he said, Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> but yeah, see, that makes you laugh, Steve. Yeah. Apparently, <laughs> see, there, there we go. Now funny we know funny, what makes yeah. Steve laugh. Yeah, funny yeah. is funny. Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> That always works. Steve Life's <laughs> funny is funny. You put a you you put a, a, a 1995 Jay Leno routine in front of Steve and this guy. Hey, you see that? You see this guy? Sky will laugh. We have a problem. <laughs> Check out this uh, Apollo 13 yeah. movie. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, OJ with the I, I heard he uh, when he was on the stand today. He said, uh, "Houston, we have a problem." Steve starts hooting and hollering. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. nine my nine year old self was like, "Yes." <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we get a Keffer line, and that's it for old Warren. Um, All right, back into the I dressing hope, room, folks. I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> I hope the Kef pill enjoyed. It's just like introducing Keffer. What's the point of this? For several times, screaming about Keffer at the beginning of this episode, the people cannot stop woman. talking about this guy. The and then he is Keffer fifty times. And then times. he is pointedly scolded in a way about a specific thing he's been doing. All in right. a way that yeah. should be important. Yeah. And that's then like watching that's like watching Star Wars and it's like, wow, this Han Solo guy, wow, what a what a tough rebel, cool dude. Uh, and then someone's like, Han Solo, you better follow the rules. He goes, this, okay. this, this fucking it. guy is just toying with us now. This is this, this is, is awful. This, I this feel is, terrible. I, Frankly, I feel worse about this Warren Keffer thing than about the plot of this episode. <laughs> so we go to uh, back to the hilarious dinner scene, and Sheridan, oh, he's nodded off during some of these wacky rituals, uh, and he gets waking up. I thought up. this was cute. You're just, I did you're, you're such a, cute. you're such I, a to be, honest, to be honest, I thought this was a, a, a good escalation. I thought it was pretty funny. I, well, uh, I, okay. again, oh, oh, the I comedy it, critic. Oh, did I, this I liked, uh, The thing that I really me. liked is that uh, Sheridan seemed, like, genuinely embarrassed and apologetic. Like yeah, everyone was, really, was on their best. Like behavior. he was really just like, I'm sorry. Like I'm really and sorry. I tried. It had a call. comes up a little later, and it's very funny. So yeah, they, I will say beat also, two of this scene was better than beat one. Uh, so. uh, I mean, oh, I, I genuinely thought oh, it was sweet that he was trying to 
connect with them and and go along with their rituals even if their rituals were kind of strange to to humans <laughs> Uh, yeah. and this, I, I thought it was sweet. I, I genuinely was, was enjoyed it. Even if it was a little corny. This, I, I uh, uh, this has a callback to another thing, which is that, uh, like, so he fell asleep and, uh, when they call him out on that, he's like, uh, no, I was in deep meditation. Oh, I don't. Oh and, yes. And, uh, and, uh, Lanier. The sound you were making is part of human meditation. <laughs> I don't snore. No, I don't snore. And uh, that, oh, we get and more. He this says that, uh, because he, he, this he has been a runner for a while. that bit. to uh, Ivanova as well. Yeah, it's, it's like, that is like a you snore. That's a funny runner. We got a cute people who are like, like, that made no. me, you know no, what? Uh, and oh, that was a uh, was that not funny enough? Are you waiting for He's the got a cute fucking little group quirk. game? Yeah, I'm waiting for the group game. I want to see Londo come out and they should have had a scene. doesn't like it because it's not enough, like a Harold Knight at UCB. Steve's like, uh, they should have had Del Close do a little punch yeah. up do on the script. Do a punch up there. Yeah, Del Close. <laughs> JMS, just call uh, Warren just call, Keffer. Just call the groundlings Warren up. Warren Keffer. Just get yeah. a young Adam McKay to punch up your scripts a little yeah. bit. Let uh, Robert Russler go and perform <laughs> at the UCB. for. All right, hold on. Imagine, Ro imagine him... Robert Russler going on to, like, he's, he's going on to Conan to promote like this season of Babylon five. And it's like, okay. And now we have uh, Robert Rusler from uh, Babylon five. No, like a smattering of applause as like, he walks oh, okay. out. And then it's like, all right, well, uh, do you have a clip uh, to show? And he's like, uh... <laughs> yeah, there's a clip where uh, uh... they do nothing particularly important. <laughs> and then he i does, walk off and he'll do the paul rudd back and me clip and conan's <laughs> like that's paul's bit all right yeah robert uh well oh I, my god I, I don't have any <laughs> i they hired me to be the handsome one and then i'm just not on it oh my god Captain. well they got bruce in and he was just too yeah, handsome they, got, they, they didn't got bruce and uh you know maybe it was like uh you know uh cat uh uh catherine mulgrew being furious when they hired Jerry Ryan. This is driving me nuts. This is driving me nuts. This Kefir thing is driving me nuts. Yeah. Why did they hire this guy? Why did I, they write this kid? I just, uh, I get so yeah. mad. No, it's a problem. It's a serious problem. Uh, Houston, problem. And we have been, a problem. And we've yeah, been... You hear this uh, Warren Kefir guy? You hear this Warren Kefir? <laughs> oh, and what about yeah, Chief Wiggum? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> right, we're talking about Chief Wiggum. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you get Joe so, Rivers uh, in on this Kepper thing. Oof. So uh, Sheridan falls asleep, but he wakes up and he's a little embarrassed and he's trying to make it work. But uh, thank goodness he gets a call and his little sticker. It's Ivanova. She says, hey, you got to check out Bay 18. There's a ship full of stinky old dead bodies there. So go on. And it's, it it's pretty fucking it's pretty fucking gross. It's, like, check it's, this it's pretty out. ripe. It's pretty it's, ripe. It, 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 she means that he should check it out in like the uh the stand by me uh way like it's like have you ever seen a dead body yeah now there are 203 of them yeah so he leaves i will say there is a very nice little moment here and it's it's something i've never really seen in a show like this where you get a sense that no one had a good time at this meal but they're all just putting on like a polite like yeah yeah we should do this again i had such a good time i've had dates that go that way <laughs> oh sure i i just you know you're i've never really polite seen and you both know that you're not going to see each other again 
And it's like, oh, yeah, that was great. I got a, a message on Tinder the other day that was, uh, uh, well, uh, uh, thank you for the great conversation, which is a very nice way to say. It's a very nice I way will to say. not yeah. speak to you again. <laughs> yeah. But everyone's very polite. Everyone's trying their best. And, yeah, thank you for the polite conversation, uh, Delenn. Thank you very much. Now, Sheridan meets with uh, Dr. Lazarin because he's blocking the the way and he's like you're not getting into this ship uh captain sheridan hey uh, kiss my ass hey 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 steve here's a, a comedy reference for you i think you yeah. might appreciate this <clears throat> sure. he he goes none shall pass oh that's funny yeah like in the the lord of the rings movie no the lord of the rings book no no i guess i don't know then that's uh like uh monty python the holy grail oh okay pretty yeah. funny huh there you go. Oh, that's pretty funny. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Very well, you well know, known, I just, uh, you know, just film. wanted to have a little comedy in this program. Sometimes people very well known uh, comedy film. <clears throat> None shall pass. Okay. All right. So, yeah. Just you know, if you enjoy jokes, uh, let us know. Yeah. Uh, so, Doctor Lazarus, uh, I mean Lazarin. <laughs> uh, we love clumsy names in sci-fi shows, don't we, folks? Uh, <laughs> you love it. Yeah, we love it. We no, love I don't. It. no, I don't. <laughs> Every in the crowd today, we have a Doctor Lazarin. Don't we love it, folks? Dr. We Lazarin. love it. Don't we love, we love it? it. <laughs> we love it, folks. Uh, you have to oh, say like, everybody. You have to say it in a way there. like you, like, you, you have to. The Icarus. Yeah, you have Everybody to say it in a way where, there. like, you sound slowly more and more tired as you're saying the line. <laughs> That's like the Trump way of like. That we see it, don't we? Everybody's out there saying that they don't like Dr. Lazarus as a, a name. They yeah. think it's too obvious. No, we love it, folks, don't we? Yeah, this is the prime <laughs> era. For, this is the prime era for Trump jokes, by the way, because he's no longer president. So now, now is the time. Beautiful man. Now he's is the so time. beautiful. He's so beautiful. Dr. Now Lazarin. is the time to do circa 2017 <laughs> Trump jokes. We're really accelerating We're here. Up, though. Now is yeah. the time. We jump from Doctor, we love him. We love him. Lock, lock, lock Dr. Lazarin. He should do whatever he wants. Yeah. You know, he should not let them onto yeah. that ship. I thought that was very unfair. The, the best time to do <laughs> joke about an American president is maybe one or two years after they have left office and are no very, longer very a relevant unfair. figure. Dr. Franklin uh, is being very unfair at that moment. <laughs> Well, at least we're in the same, like, we're within 10 years, like, we're not doing oh. George W. Bush jokes anymore. Well, I still, I still I mean, do we will. We will. We will. Strap in. It's very Lazarus. Very unfair. need to stop these terrorist killers. <laughs> Thank you. Now watch this drone. We're just, you know, we're, we're having fun, because this episode is going to get pretty... <laughs> pretty awful pretty soon uh, awful like well awful dark. in that it's, it's pretty it, bad the, like, what happened like the episode being bad the the what happens in it is uh, yes yeah. what happens in it is awful yes uh so dr lazarin is like you can't search my ship you have no right sheridan says but everyone's dead in there we we do have a right we want to see what's going on we want to see their, their ooky spooky bodies yeah we want to know we want to pose them in a in funny there. way but he what says that the, the Markev have a right to privacy, so why don't you, again, kiss my rocky ass? But Franklin storms him. in and says, him, which was I suspect, after looking into my microscope, that there is a plague, doctor, and I want to know two freaking things. A, how terminal. B, 
how contagious. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lazarin's tough guy attitude kind of goes away, and he's like, well, it's 100% terminal. It's 100% contagious. Oof. God damn. God damn. Oh, man. All right. Yeah. Don't worry. Well, we have a funny Keffer scene coming up. Yeah, we have a, yeah. I kind of, this episode kind of, they, they make sure. Yeah, it's like a Cyrano de Bergerac B plot about Keffer and he falls in love with someone. It's fun. It's a lot of laughs. Oh, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Uh, instead of that, though, we get a morgue that is being set up with at least like two dozen dead Markeb. Just a grisly image right away. Franklin is talking to, to Lazar and he goes, why? Is he yelling at him? He's like, what the hell is this all about? And well, it's a, it's a Mark Hebb secret. They don't talk about it a lot, but a hundred years ago, there was this Island and it was known for like partying down, man. It was like a, it was like Sin City over there. Uh, people Dude, were just, for the Adam Scott comedy. Yeah, people, down. people were just like, Fucking, and they were like swearing, and they were uh, smoking. And it was yeah. really, it was really. There, there were people in... mo- uh, motorcycling, and then yeah, yeah. Their motorcycles. There was a group of Markab that were intensely fucking cool. Yeah, is, is what he's saying. <laughs> uh, they lived on an island called Giraffa, and then this disease appeared and wiped them all out. And everyone thought it was because the gods were punishing these people for living such for a, having fun uh, for living such a, a sinful life. Yeah. Uh, that they had a lack of moral. And so they named the disease after this place, Draffa. So the disease is called Draffa, named after the island Draffa, where everyone just fucks everybody. It's fucking awesome, but they're yeah. all dead. So any any hole is fair game in Draffa. Any hole is fair yeah, game Any hole Draffa. is the goal. The hole is the goal. Doesn't so matter everyone what. thought that once the last Draffa died or once on Draffa, yeah. Markov died on Draffa. That the disease was over, and Franklin's like, that doesn't make any sense. You're a doctor, dumbass. Like, that's not how diseases work. <laughs> dumbass. Dr. Dumbass. And he goes, Well, it didn't show up for a while. And over time, this disease became something of like a spooky ghost. And we would threaten our children with it. Like, if you don't brush your teeth, you're the the ghosts of Drafa are gonna kill you, bring you to their island of sin. And so for over a hundred years, that has been the case. But a year ago, someone got it, but their families did not want to report it because they thought it meant that the gods were calling them immoral and they didn't want people to think of them as immoral. Yeah, the, the, the gods must be crazy. They the dropped must a, be crazy a, here. A, a Coke bottle on them with a drop of plague. Yeah, with, with a drop of plague. And... Because of the way this is in their culture, they feel like if you are a pure person, if you are have strict morals and follow the, the will of gods, then you will not get this disease. So no one was really scared about it. No one wanted to talk about it. But then it started to spread. And the leaders of the Markeb told people like Dr. Lazarin, do not tell people about this. They, it was also, this is worth noting so like the family hit it and then the people in the family they were like well i'm not going to get it because i have not been fucking and sucking yeah yeah and blowing i've, blowing. I've left holes and so and so <laughs> they they all uh went out and uh they spread the disease and then once people started getting the disease on the planet then people started to flee the planet yeah 
cool. started to go to their cabins in the woods, uh, leaving the cities. Yeah. And, yep. uh, oops, Interesting. They spread it. Whoopsie. Oops. Whoopsie. Whoopsie daisy. Sound, sound like anything you know? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> a, lot of, a, lot of un, a lot of uncomfortable parallels to the, uh, oh boy. the, the, I watch the this. I watch COVID this pandemic. That is still happening. Uh, despite I mean, COVID it's and... It's still happening. Yeah, I mean, there's two big obvious comparisons here. Yes, um, yes. At the, time, at the time, it was three, not yes. COVID. Three, no, there are three. Well, they were yes. because... There are three, yeah. Because the episode makes reference to... Uh, but JMS takes exceptional exception to people mm. saying it's just about HIV uh, in, in I think it's clearly not comments. just but about it, that. Yeah, no, I think it's that's, not. I think that's very obviously a big part of it, uh, yeah, especially they, from they the way this There's described. one scene in particular that feels extremely kind of inspired by HIV stuff, but we'll talk about that when we get there. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll get there. But yeah, we'll get yeah there, so yeah. Franklin wants to know, okay, is this infection going to spread to other species? But Lazarin doesn't know. So I guess we'll find out. After uh, this Keffer scene. After this Keffer scene where he, um, I don't know, falls in love with a car or something. <laughs> uh, we, yeah, they're, they're already starting to repeat themselves. Uh, yeah, I'd love to see a uh, Keffer version of uh, Titane. <laughs> <laughs> so we get a, a, a very... Um, like a little moppet little scene there's a little child markeb and and she's walking around and oh she, man she's got she's a looking, big lolly yeah she, she she has a little dolly and she's like papa oh papa oh papa oh papa oh my papa well oh, she finds her papa and says well, I, i'm just gonna say is... right out front without getting too into it this kid can't catch a fucking break yeah <laughs> damn. this kid's got a bad day this poor kid uh, a lot of kids end up not having a good day. Yeah, listen. This is the one that we know. A lot, a lot of people have a very, about 4,000, I think, on the ship or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, anyway. And um, one Pac Mara. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so she finds her papa and she goes, Oh, mothers have been ever so worried about you, papa. She has supper on the table. And then she, she goes, right. Come, papa. I don't know what this is. And, uh, she, right. and then her papa. Sorry. Oh, my Rest in peace. He's dead. <gasps> and she screams, Oof. but who is there to comfort her but our friend Delane? Oh. Now things are getting bad. Things are getting bad. Yeah. And Franklin is talking to the senior staff and says, Yeah, they have a, a, a meeting of all the big wigs and all a couple the big wigs officers there. that we've never seen. And couple I don't officers. think we see them again. Spoiler. I don't, I think, like, <laughs> Keffer is not there. Well, the, it's not a being... friends meeting. <laughs> Despite being the head of the uh, what, of the Zeta, Zeta Squadron, Squadron, what? How would that? Uh, like, they're all talking about medicine and quarantines. He found them. He. Yeah, who what knows? does he? I mean, what does all he right. know? There are a million ways that Fra that that he should be in the scene, but he's no. Not. Name one. Okay, well, he's trying. They're like, no one can leave the station. Someone's got to be outside the station keeping a keeping a watch. Why not at the Star Furies? That's true. Yeah. Oh yeah, but I mean, they, like, they're People just not can't even going to let to ships leave. Well, they'd let Keffer leave. Okay. I mean, yeah. Keffer's already on thin ice Keffer's because he's there. been out there in uh, hyperspace. That's true. Yeah. 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 Who knows? Yeah, what Keffer's in a big lot of trouble. He has pulled off. Will it uh, ever be paid? Will this pay? This, that's got to be paid off in some way, right? Like in a future episode, maybe. Yeah, probably. I don't, I don't think know. you just put that in there. But well, we never. Who knows? Know. Who knows? You never know with Keffer. 
Uh, but yeah, the big guys are there, and Franklin says once these people are infected, they they die within a day, twenty four hours, and they're freaking dead. And let us all assume that all of the Markheb have it because it's a hundred percent contagious. It's also airborne. It's all, well, they don't know that yet. Oh, they oh they don't know that yet. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And he goes, we don't know what's going on. We don't know how it spread. We don't know if any other aliens can get it. Uh, but what I want is every Markheb brought in for an exam. We're going to give them an exam to see what's going on. Garibaldi says, okay, well, that uh, that's not going to be good. Uh, or it's not, well, it's certainly not going to be easy. Garibaldi has a point easy. here. He does. Yeah. He, he, he has some decent points here. He goes, the fact that we're even doing this to them will be very insulting because that's telling them that we think they're um, impure in some way. They're immoral for even being considered to have this disease. But they push through. They go, well, we got to do it. Sheridan does the wise thing. He places Babylon 5 under quarantine. And he says, we're going to have to tell people. Like, there's no, we can't cover this up. It's the, just The cat is out of the bag. Whether we like it or not, this is happening. We got to tell people. And some of these uh, new officers who we'd never seen before, they're like, well, why don't we put the Marqueb in their own little Put uh, them in uh, a little leaper colony. Yeah, put them on a little a little house of their own, and uh, that's that. Yeah, but there's a debate about that whether it's good, whether it's bad. Well, yeah, we'll spread it to everybody. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. The 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 good is, hey, well, if they're there, we could protect them from the racist people. Uh, but the bad is like, but it might be too late anyway, and like we don't want to do that to them. And Sheridan eventually makes the call. He says, "No, we're not going to do that." but we are going to need answers, Doc. So get your ass in gear and start looking into that little microscope of yours because we need to know what the frick is going on. What the frick? What the frick? Uh, so three quick scenes in a row. Number one, Garibaldi was right. Madness on the station. Everyone is screaming and trying to get out, but they can't. Uh, it's, a, it's a mob. It's awful. They're all holding up uh, their, their papers like that. Like, hey, seen no, in no, Last no. Crusade. Right. Read my papers, Dr. Jones. Sure. Yeah, I mean, it's, you're not wrong. Yeah, uh, I, I'm right. In fact, two. Yeah. The two quick scene is uh, security people are bringing Mark Hebb into uh, the lab to get tested. And three, the quick, the third quick scene, security finds another dead Mark Hebb, so it's spreading around. Yeah, it's, it's spreading. It's spreading. Oh it's not not great. Not boy. So Sheridan, this must not be an easy day for our friend John, and barely got to eat. Didn't fell get asleep to at eat. a table. Yeah, Lanier insulted him in Minbari <laughs> when he left the room. Oh, yeah, that's right. They did do that. They talked in Minbari to each other. <laughs> so he's like, well, at least I did the right thing. And then Ambassador Fashar, who is a Markeb, storms into his office and goes, what the fuck are you doing? You <laughs> fucked up piece of crap. Yeah. My people I was are amazed out they there. used this much explicit language. Yeah, there, there was, it was awful. They didn't even a lot use phony... They didn't even use phony space swears. They used real like, swears. It was like an episode of the Osbournes. Just a ton of beeps. Wow. Good pullback. <laughs> the ambassador, he is telling Sheridan that his people are out there. They're getting poked. They're getting prodded. They're getting accused of things. And Sheridan, by doing this, is spreading this hysteria and fear about the Markeb. And uh, all these good people are being disgraced because he's saying they're immoral. And he's, he's how does really he know like, it's not a, a conspiracy? Yeah, that's he said. Hey, maybe you Earthers did this because this disease didn't happen until we started hanging out 
with Dr. Franklin and Ivanova. He says, how do we know that this isn't a lab leak? Yeah, we, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he starts pulling that out. Yeah, uh, yeah. And he says, why is Franklin uh, restricting us from access to ivermectin? Yeah, oh, and, uh, and then famous comedian here John Stewart, famous comedian John Stewart gets on TV and says, yeah. it's got to be a lab leak. And then we all laugh. It's very funny. Yeah. I love John Stewart. Hey, I love uh, John have, you, have you heard of this, uh, John Stewart? Yeah, uh, Houston, <laughs> we have a problem. <laughs> John Stewart's back. John Stewart's back, and this Folks, time he's spreading conspiracy theories. This time he's racist. <laughs> so uh, Franklin, John Stewart. Franklin calls the little TV pops up and is Franklin. He goes, "Hey, uh, you need to get down here in a second. Oh, no, doctor. But and Sheridan's like, "I gotta deal with this weirdo here. So give me two seconds." And uh, the ambassador, he says, hey, this is what me and my folks are going to do. Me and my people, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go into our own little house, and we're going to pray and shit, and that's that. That's how we're going to do it, and the disease is going to go away. And Sheridan says, well, that's, yeah. no, that's just going to make it right. run through you, your people so much faster. But he doesn't buy it. He doesn't believe it, and yeah. he leaves. Yeah. So Sheridan goes, oh, boy. All right, Franklin. I, I hope you have some good news. He goes, Guess if what? it isn't one thing, it's my mother. <laughs> and then Franklin's like, yeah. your mom just arrived. And it's Bruce Boxleitner. It's my in-laws. Why don't you come out for dinner with me? Why yeah. don't you call? I thought it was a little, uh, again, <laughs> just a little inappropriate for a pretty serious <laughs> for, episode. For an episode with this much uh, well, darkness in JMS it. understands but, that you have to keep it light. Franklin tells him that we got some news here about this disease. Number one, it is airborne. Okay. Awesome. Number two, <laughs> we just found a dead Pacmara that might have the disease. And, you know, and those guys, they're they 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 they're bottom feeders. They're gonna catch whatever. They've they've caught so many diseases and they didn't die. Oh, don't and the Pacmara aren't they the ones that eat the weird shit? Yep. Oh, nice. They're the, the, they're the corpse eaters. They're the 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 corpse munchers. There. Nice. They're and and also you want to know what this is true? They're also yeah. number munchers. Oh, cool. ooh, uh, just like the ooh, floppy disk game. Uh, ooh, uh, that was another, you know, that was another reference just just for folks playing along at home who might have gotten bored, you know. Sure. Well, we get a quick scene here. Uh, the ambassador is ushering his people into their giant COVID pod, but all the other species are out there yelling at them, shouting at them, screaming at them, doing really nasty things. Just horrible uh, racism on display here. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's pretty bad. But I I want to turn things around a little bit with a patented Tang oh, check-in. Finished mine. It was great. I am halfway done. What a delight. Not drinking any Tang and uh, never will. Well, it's your own funeral. I did All not right. drink Tang funeral. with that woman. Is this uh, in line with the, uh, the, the threats from... Uh, Bob Herman that you sent me. So uh, we're back to the episode. We're back to the episode. The tank check-in is over, so please uh, just uh, all right. keep your hands inside the cart at all times. Uh, Franklin is telling the medical team at this time that they have to do an autopsy on this Pachmara, but they're all cowards, and they're like... This, uh, is, uh, this is a uh, HIV thing. 
Oh, you think so? Oh, that, that, yeah. that, that's kind of... I mean, I'm sure this has happened with other uh, uh, scary infectious diseases, but there were... Yeah, I, I uh, see like, it, yeah. There's a lot of stories uh, like from the, the, the 80s before uh, there was a good sense of how it trans- transmitted, etc., where there would be doctors and other medical staff, like nurses and so on, that would refuse to uh, uh, treat people with HIV mm, or AIDS mm, uh, yes. because they were afraid they'd get it. Oh, okay. Well, that lines up then. Um, yeah, no one wants to do it. And... A, a big thing watching this episode, I did notice uh, living within a, a pandemic right now, um, uh, not as many, uh, not a lot of usage of masks. Uh, <laughs> No, I, I don't yeah. think that was. And I, but well, here's the thing. I was, after they discovered it was airborne. Well, well, here's the thing that I was. On. This is the thing I was thinking though is that, because uh, I was thinking that too. Like, oh, maybe they should be wearing masks. It's surprising that they don't know that. But it's like here's the thing. Even when the coronavirus pandemic was starting, yes. there was a lot of confusion as to whether or not people should be wearing masks. I don't Correct. know if anyone remembers that. There was like a few weeks where it was like. Oh no! Don't wear masks. Actually, they don't help. And then it was like, mm. oh wait, no, 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 no. They do. No, no, no. Uh, actually, no, they help a lot. <laughs> actually, wear masks. Because you remember, like early yes. on, where people were like, oh no, don't. You're gonna hoard the masks. You, uh, they need the hospitals need them. Don't send mm. them to the hospital. You don't need masks. And then it was like, oh wait, no. Oops. Uh, oopsie, oopsie daisy. Uh, no, actually, I, oopsie poopsie. desperately I need to wear them. I think there's two reasons that we don't see as many masks. Uh, <laughs> one is because they're actors and. This way we get to see their faces. Right. Uh, yeah, beautiful faces. And then um, I think the other one is, like Franklin says this when he's like, it's airborne or either in this past scene or one of the earlier ones where he's like, well, we have air recyclers. Uh, so it's like, if if it's airborne, then everybody's uh, exposed anyway. So it's yeah, like, I suppose at that anyway. point, like right. at, at that point, then, you know, I guess why put on a mask? <laughs> right. Yeah. But uh, you should put on the mask. Jim Carrey, 1994. Oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Stanley. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Cameron Diaz. And the wonders Lucas. of the mask. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, no one wants to do an autopsy on this. It is a no one a, wants a, to do a reference. Alien autopsy. It's a reference to the the AIDS and HIV epidemic uh, of this time, but uh, Doctor. Lazarin shows up and does a does a face turn here and he goes, you know what? I'll do it. Put me in, coach. Put me in, coach. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. This is another thing where it's like they're all afraid, but it's like Dr. Lazarin comes in and it's like, you know, it's not a spoil like he obviously has been exposed and will die. And it's like no one there is like, oh, I, I better keep away from Dr. Lazarin. Yeah, it's it's funny that he's like, it's a hundred percent contagious and 100% um, uh, you'll die. Uh, fatal. It's 100% fatal. Uh, but everyone's just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Because if it was like 80%, then there is a chance where you're walking around and you're like, I'm not going to get it. I might be one of the 20%. Uh, yeah, but, but you know, as, as we've, uh, as, as, as we all uh, well know, a lot of people do think they're invulnerable. Uh. That's true. That's yes. true. We have a, a strange insight into this episode that um, I don't like to think about, but here we are. He straps in. Let's get to work. 
So Sheridan is in his little house. This scene is very sweet. Mm-hmm. And Ivanova is on the TV and she says, hey, by the way, there's a lot of violence against the Markebs. Uh, everyone is kind of pissed off at them about the quarantine. And they kind of think that if they kill all the Markebs, then they kill all the disease. So we got to just be aware of that. Yeah. And so she hangs up and again our friend john sheridan what a day he's like oh boy oh boy it's been one hell of a day a uh, hell of a day I, I had a bad day i had That's a bad day, day. Yeah. and it, just as he's about to get ready for some rack time who shows up but delenn and he's like i wish i had a rack to gino instead yeah oh boy yeah so delenn says I've been monitoring the situation. I I, I took uh, a, a sad Markebian child into my arms earlier. This sucks. We and Bari were taught to kind of show compassion to people in times like this. So I want to go into the, the isolation zone with my friend Lanier. So can you make that happen? And Sheridan goes, Was it? let's no. be clear. No, 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 If you go in there, we can't let you out because you're gonna you you could be yeah. contaminated. But she knows the risk. And she just wants to show some comfort because if this spreads, if everyone has it, comfort's gonna be we need to comfort each other in these terrible times. So we have to start now. And it starts and, uh, right now. <laughs> starts right now. Starts right now. Um but there's a uh, she kind of knows that she might die, and she kind of has this tender moment. With Captain Sheridan, there's a lot of uh, light touching involved. Yeah, uh, Kosh uh, is like kind of looming in the background. Yeah. <laughs> a and lot of uh, he's like, hey, hey uh, what's going on? <laughs> I believe a, a a face stroke is involved here. Yeah, and she goes, "Look, all of life it comes and it goes. It's all a dream." And she has some kind of uh, other philosophical things that she says, but eventually she goes, "If I don't see you again." In this life, I'll see you in the next one, in the place where no shadows fall. And Sheridan gets a little choked up at this, and he goes, hey, when we see each other again, you can call me John. Wow. Wow. You can call me Ray. I almost made that reference, too. I was so close. (laughs) You can call me Ray J. (laughs) It's a little inappropriate. I didn't think I was... No, necessary. no, 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 that's good. That's and then good she show. laughed. And she's, like, I know that comedian. Everyone in yeah. this time period knows. Everyone, and then, and then, uh, Johnson. John's mother comes out, and there's like a really bad, like, kind of video split screen. <laughs> yeah. It's Bruce Boxleitner in a wig, in a wig with a uh, a rolling pin. Yeah. I didn't allow you to have a girl in here. <laughs> oh, mom, ma. <laughs> She's oh, a ma. friend, ma. Ma. I saw the way that you looked at her. Ma. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just him just going ma over and over. Uh, yeah, we're, we're doing what we can. This episode's very brutal. Uh, yeah. Okay, so uh, a Markeb, we cut to a Markeb is getting wailed on by three beefy dudes. And oh, yeah, they have rough. nice bods. Yeah. Well, they were certainly beefy boys. And who shows up and starts doing a bunch of powerful kicks and punches. Uh, the, the kicks are back, folks. The kicks it's are back. back, and Garibaldi is the one dishing them out. Kids love kicks, and parents love kicks. And he, he's like, get the hell out of here, you beefy dudes. Break it up. Go to hell. 
And the yeah. Markab is lying on the ground, and he reaches up to Garibaldi. And I thought there there's a moment, be a moment of hesitation like, here. Is he gonna do this? He's scared too, but he takes his hand and he lifts him up and he helps him. Wow! Take my hand. Yeah, take my hand. This was uh, dun, 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 this was I uh, this dun. this one jumped out to me. The scene just because it was like because the guy was beating him up because he was like, uh you're a mark out you spread this disease here and you know mm-hmm. he was beating him up for that and it's like uh I, yeah i don't know the uncomfortable feeling of like uh targeting a specific group for for ostensibly spreading a disease uh is uh yeah was uh, uh it yeah. happened uh, yeah it was un- uncomfortable to watch uh it yeah. has happened yeah i'm sure it's still this is a rough one this is i like this a little bit of uh acting um like because uh garibaldi isn't in very much of this episode uh no, i, like I this mean a little yeah, bit of acting good. uh that uh, uh uh jerry doyle does here yeah, where no, you can this... see him do the math in his head where it's like eh, will i take his hand like there is they, they there's a palatable. Will i risk it yeah yeah like there's a palatable and then he's just like ah fuck it yeah <laughs> there's, there's one yeah, it's it was one good, thing yeah, it was to good. chase away someone who's hurting uh, someone like this, and it's another mm-hmm. thing to like take them into your uh, not life, obviously, but like take them into your your zone, yeah, your bubble, yeah. Yeah, uh, no, it was so good. we uh, next scene is Delenn and Lanier, and they're entering the zone. Uh, and and, uh, and to be clear, they're entering the zone from Stalker. <laughs> yeah, they're they're entering the ISO zone. Uh, no, they they go into the the little room where they're all. It's a big room. That's actually I, it's a pretty big room. I mean, there's thousands. Of I don't know what it is. Room. This must have been like a banquet hall or something. This is where all this the is where uh, the the duel was in knives. Oh, no, right. I, I'm I'm making that up. I don't oh, think okay. Knives. But I mean, I got you. Yeah, I mean, I think this is where they have all the little league um, end of season uh, banquets. Oh yeah, like it's Leedles. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, yeah, specific <laughs> jokes. Specific jokes me. about listeners. First of all, if you're listening from Stratford, Connecticut, <laughs> you probably know us. Uh, shoot us a line. We'd love to talk. Wow. Uh, yeah, we could talk about going to the Little League uh, uh, banquet at Lidl's. I have a note here. Lots of Mark Hebb in the room, and I'm just like, of course there are. That's why wouldn't there be lots of Mark Hebb in the room? And one guy dressed as Elvis? What? <laughs> <laughs> well, Franklin is in med lab and he shoots up a stim. And I don't think we've ever seen, I think we've heard them talk about it, but I don't think we've ever seen it. It looks like he's doing drugs. Like it looks like he's like shooting him up, shooting up. Yes. And they, um, I was. Uh, don't really shy away from that. I think. There might have been a reference to the original Doctor maybe using them, but I know definitely... Um, well, they've talked about it a lot. They, what's they've talked name? about it a the, uh, the, uh, the Lazarus Machine Doctor, Dr. June Lockhart. Yeah, Dr. June uh, Lockhart. She, that, that was, she had a, a, a stim addict. Oh, okay. Well, so he's shooting up a stim, and uh, Lazarin says, "Hey, Franklin, you've been shooting up a lot of stims. Why don't you go get some sleep? All right, get some rack time, or get better drugs. Oh, yeah, or get yeah. You ever heard of this thing called a cappuccino? It's called a cappuccino, and wait until you hear how much it costs. Uh, Lol. But <laughs> there, he's like, I got too much work to do. I got too much, too many papers to look at." 
and there's still no news from the Pakmara test. I gotta see what's going on. Also, there's a bunch of dead Markeb around. It's spreading, man. We gotta do something about that. We see Lazarin rub his neck. Yeah, Lazarin starts to do. Uh, it's like in any time there's a biopic of someone who dies of like cancer, they start to cough a little bit towards the end of the movie. You're like, oh no. Yeah. You know, just oh, no. just to to make the R subtext text here. I mean, for me, every day, de- every morning, I wake up and I'm like, I'm sure I have it this time uh, oh, because, yeah. well, number one, I already have had it, as has been covered in this podcast. As have you, yes, Steve. I had it. Yeah. Um, Sean, you got to join us. Yeah, Sean, join us. Oh God, don't. Join. No, uh, uh, but um, uh, every morning I wake up and I'm like, I have a mildly stuffed nose because I live in a over 100 year old building it's filled with dust and i'm like it came back yeah it's back I've been it's in, back yes, me too baby yep and then i take a test which yeah. is expensive and uh it's negative and i go back to sleep then i, go I have back a lovely dream about yes. kaffir about kaffir well yeah. so he's starting to show symptoms uh not kaffir because he's not in this episode anymore actually uh, but- uh kaffir does die of of the, of the Marquez play. That would be yeah. something, at least. That would be fucking that something. Be, at least it would be something, yes. Yeah, like, they brought him in at the beginning of this episode to kind of remind us what he does, and then at the end yeah. of the episode, uh, we see him in the ISO room. Oh, God, I'm so pissed off about Kefir. All right, let's, okay. Uh, all right, so Dr. Lazarin is, is like, hey, um... What's you talked about the Black Death a lot? What was that all about? And Franklin gives him a uh, a, a quick recap of uh, the the plague. They do hold on. They do a very Star Trek thing. Same old story, Black Death, AIDS, Chalmers Syndrome. Skinner or Chalmers Syndrome. <laughs> Skinner. I think. Uh... <laughs> It's like, uh, if you start seeing the Aurora Borealis where it's not supposed to be. <laughs> I think we made you a big mistake a in, not, in not calling the coronavirus Chalmers syndrome. <laughs> that would have been so, like, and I, when I was doing the notes for this, and I, 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 I screamed when they're like, Black Death, AIDS, or Chalmers syndrome. I yeah. looked up, is I, because we've done this before, and I, I cut oh. it out because they uh named like a syndrome that i'd never heard of and i was like oh it's a funny oh, name for a thing we all started joking and then i wikipedia it and yes. it's like no it's a real thing we all just made fun of something cut that uh and uh but for this i was like all right well it would be very funny if they came up with something called Chalmers syndrome but if we discover that that's like a horrible disease it'd be less funny so i i wikipedia it it's uh, fake. I can't find something called Chalmers syndrome. If you have there Chalmers syndrome out uh, there, I'm very sorry, but it is funny. Yeah, sorry. Yes. Uh, uh, That's uh, how they know it's a Honda. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. all. Star Trek, the, the, the Star Trek thing where they say two things that are real and one thing that is totally made up. Uh, but yeah, so Lazarin says, well, you've been talking about the Black Death a lot. Uh, fill me in. What's that all about, buddy? And yeah, he tells it about how all those people died in Europe and how they thought it was witchcraft and uh, poisoned wells and Jewish people and lepers. And, and they then they kill killed the all the cats because they thought the cats were the devil's friend. And then the cats could have eaten the rats who had the fleas that had the de- the disease. And it was awful. Yeah, it was like if you give a mess a cookie. Yeah, if you, if you kill a cat. Yeah. In the, I don't know what years they are. 
I'm sorry. 1400s? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. If you're a historian, I think it was the 14th this podcast. century, so that'd be the 13th. Cool. Yeah, we're good. Yep, that works. I'm smart. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, Lazarin then starts to, he, he can't contain himself anymore. He starts to get a little dizzy. And he starts to fall over. He goes, Well, well, old sport, I believe I have the disease. I'm dying, Mo. Is. Is there anything I can do? No. Unless you have a cure for cancer. Do you have a cure for cancer? Because that would be great. But he goes, hey, Dr. Franklin, you wanted to study someone with early onset uh, symptoms? I'm your man. Look at me. So this could be a good thing, even though his friend is going to die. So we're in the big room where they have the banquets for the Little League teams. And Delenn... And there's a little kid with a baseball bat who's yeah, like, she, uh, uh, uh I really shouldn't have stayed here this long. <laughs> Delenn <laughs> finds that kid that she found earlier who found her dead paw. Yeah. And nope. she little, can't yeah. find her ma at this point. Yeah. And Delenn says, Hey Lenny, oh, go man. find her. Go find her ma. Oh man. This how am I gonna well, find her mom? Oh, how am I gonna hell I don't even know her name. I don't know what she looks like. I don't know what the hell's oh, going on. Yeah, man. what's your mom's name? Mom. Mom. Yeah. <laughs> what is your mom's name and what does she do? Uh, she's my mom, and she's a mom. Uh, and so Lanier says, how am I going to find her? And Delenn says, hey, faith manages. And then, and then, she, then he says, <sighs> you know, there's a, a special song about faith that I have. It's about yeah. where I have this faith. And I have it in my heart. Mm-hmm. It's a song by a group you may have heard. An ancient earth group. Called Limp Biscuit. <laughs> that's a bit of a that's twist a on that's a different what song, Steve but... and I were building up to, yeah. but yeah. it also well, works. And their chorus. Ben was... and I were talking about Star Trek Enterprise. Fight! I'm fight! talking about the read alert. God, I have right. five. Well, we'll leave it up to our friend Alex which one he wants to edit in here uh, Faith of the Heart or Faith by Limp Biscuit. Who? <laughs> you know which one is uh, the true pick. Doesn't Alex, he, he makes those edits. Oh, yeah, those, yeah. Alex? Dealer's Make, choice. Pick, pick. But <laughs> know that I will judge. Man, we'll judge. We'll judge in the next episode. Uh, all right, so. I've been calling him Crandall. Franklin and, the sta- and his staff are examining Dr. Lazarin while he is kind of laying down and explaining his symptoms as they come. He's got weird feelings in his fingers. He's feeling light and giddy. And he's talking to Franklin, hey, remember when I met you, you were just some kid and you were on a layover on, my, on the Markeb planet because you were hitchhiking. You were going from starship to starship. Yeah. And uh, you remembered your towel. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, you were always trying to solve problems, but my friend Franklin, sometimes problems don't need solutions. It's sometimes, it's all about how you react when you find out there are no solutions. Sick of all the new Star Trek not getting over the Kobayashi Maru. Just get over it. They're tired of this. <laughs> well, it was a constant okay, Kobayashi sure. Maru references right. and new well, Star that Trek. That kind of came out of nowhere, but all right, yeah. sure. I'm making I mean, a he's joke. Not wrong. I'm, making he's not a, wrong. I'm making a joke because they're talking about a no win scenario. A no win scenario. scenario. Yeah. I mean, look, Ben's not, listeners, Ben's not wrong. Constantly reference it. Star Trek got to get over Wrath itself. Of Khan. It was uh, it was a really cool thing that happened in one movie, and it worked really well in the context of that movie. And you really never need to see it again. Uh, you don't need. It doesn't need to be 
and yeah. we don't need to see it again. Like, I, I I can't emphasize enough. It worked perfectly in Wrath of Khan. Like, it worked really, really well. But what if we and... referenced it again in a Kelvin movie and then about a dozen oh. times more in new Star Trek shows? Oh, boy. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen the new Star Trek shows, and I very well, likely I mean, that I'm not going to watch them. because That's right. Uh, Star Trek needs to get over Wrath of Khan. It was great. Let's move on. And let's move, move on. on.org. Move, move on, on. Org. from this scene as well, because yeah. <laughs> honest uh, to blog. Let's it move on. turns out that the Pakmara did die from this plague. And uh, this sucks. <laughs> and Franklin, everyone's scared. Everyone's there, there's like a real the room. It's just like, uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, somebody says Houston. Uh oh, spaghettio. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you hear about this? The the Pac Mara uh, have a. Uh oh, spaghettio. The the Pac Mara have the plague now. Check this out. <laughs> yeah. And so Franklin is like, so stop being scared. The dancing Jojitos. <laughs> Very funny stuff. Now that's well, that that yeah. like takes a torch to uh, to popular culture. That's Jay. We uh we we started with Trump and now we're going back to the OJ trial. Uh, we've All got right. a ribbing show, ribbing show. Yeah, we've yeah, got yeah. Uh, Dr. La- Dr. Lazarin. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Lazarin. Big show. <laughs> just, uh, just Ed Sullivan just introducing a bunch of uh, O.J. Simpson jokes. <laughs> sketches. <laughs> hmm, we have the dancing Jojitos. <laughs> and uh, Kato Kalen. <laughs> what a time. What a time it was. Uh, that guy was uh, a charisma sink. Look, I don't uh, care. I don't. I, every time ladies, I see ladies and gentlemen, excuse me, are you going to talk uh, shit about uh, the great? Uh, every time ladies, I see Ed Sullivan, I'm like, what the hell is it? Would people uh, see? Well, that was a different time in TV Bronco. where you could have these freaks up there, and it was a great time. He wasn't a freak. He was just boring. He's just a strange. Anyway, he looked guy. like a principal. He looked like a high school principal. And he acted yeah. like one. Okay, all right. And he, well, America well, loved him, and he was. <laughs> <laughs> he, he ushered in Beatlemania. Yeah. Very important. Uh, but the Beatles wouldn't be the Beatles without Elvis. Ooh, Thank you very much, America. Ooh, really big uh, America. All right. Anyway, let's. Yeah. So continuing, uh, I don't remember how we even got here. Let's keep going. <laughs> Delenn is uh, in the room. They're, they're still there, and Delenn tells the story about how, hey, I was a kid once, little girl Delenn. That was me, and I got. This lost. is them setting up a, a spinoff. The, yeah. the little Delenn. Babylon Juniors. Yeah. Uh, I was Babylon lost babies. In the city. Babylon babies. <laughs> Babylon yeah. babies. And me as a Babylon baby, I was lost in the city and my parents were gone. In the same style as Lil Bush. (laughs) Same animation team. (laughs) But Bush is in it also. Yeah, Lil Bush is a character. And Colin Powell. (laughs) That was the peak humor. A little Condoleezza Rice. That's as good as it gets. Yeah, that was comedy. I mean, that we was the height something. of comedy there. Yeah, we, we lost, lost something when they canceled Little Bush. Uh, Bush. Uh, she's like, "Oh, I lost, I lost my proof of WMDs. Now I'm crying." That's pure humor. <laughs> people don't like the um, people don't like the uh, humor. Lady, ladies don't and like gentlemen, the, couldn't do that Bush. show now because of cancel culture. Yeah, people would be like, "All those." Wow! Knock something over. <laughs> ben yeah. Death. This is what happens when anyway. Ben gets uh, uh, laughy. That's why his yeah. neighbors are always banging Trying on the Trying to roof crack some jokes here, the, to because uh, some some horrible shit's about to go keeping down. It, yeah, keeping it loose. Yeah, we're keeping it light. We're keeping it yeah. loose. This Sorry, episode folks. is very dark. I can't. I, like, uh, I can't crack jokes about the episode itself. I have to crack jokes about 
things outside <laughs> about little bush. except for the keffer stuff which i can crack jokes about all day it's not a joke i'm furious about keffer yeah, we'll get to that later yeah. we'll get to that later uh so yeah she tells the story i was lost in the city i found a temple and i i just had a feeling if i stay here things will be okay uh, i fell asleep in the temple and when i woke up the the the, the temple master was there and he says don't worry i will be not happy. allow yeah, be happy. I will not allow harm to come to any little ones in this great house. And just as he said that, little Delenn's parents arrived. Bada bing, bada boom. Very sweet moment. Works out. For a second here. <laughs> and Lanier then arrives with the mother right at that moment. And uh, there it is. And uh, what, what, what did she say? Faith manages. Faith, Faith manages. manages. Faith of the heart. Faith of the By heart Limp manages. Biscuit. By Limp Biscuit. And uh, <clears throat> so we have this great moment. Uh, now, wrestling mother fans, and daughter reunited. And daughter Beautiful. Reunited. Wrestling fans may know the phrase 50 50 booking. Uh, so we just had the face win here, which is uh, the, the reunion, but now the heel wins. All right, I don't think this, this doesn't. The kid. The application of what you're talking about makes no sense in this scene. I've well, no we have a good thing that. and then we have a bad thing. But that's not what 50 50 booking is. Like, that's not. All right, well, I have no clue what you're talking about. Didn't I'm trying, uh, I'm have a good thing, bad thing? That might be a better reference. Well, good Graham. thing, bad thing is not what 50-50 booking is. Remember, was that on Kablam? Good thing, bad thing? Gotta look this up. 50-50 booking is specifically when a bad guy wins and then another good guy wins and they keep going back and forth. Oh, yeah, well, then... Um, well, the and, bad guy wins here because the kid has the freaking disease. All right. The very thin... The very cranky squirrel woman shows up. Yeah, the kid has the disease. Like bad things. This episode just gets worse from here. Uh, kid has the disease. It's sad. So Franklin is testing Lazarin in the med lab, and he's trying to figure out what's going on, how the Pachmarok can have it. He's trying to do something with like green blood cells and yellow blood cells that these aliens yeah. have. Maybe there's something connected. Yeah, he's in his Sherlock mind palace. Mm -hmm. yeah. And Lazarin is trying to help, but he, he he just can't get the words. And he goes, "Hey, you know what?" Uh, buddy, uh, I can't stick around here anymore because I'm going to not be alive soon. Goodbye. And then he says, dies. give my love to you. And then uh, he doesn't even finish the sentence. Yeah. yeah give my love to your ass. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed this actor's performance a lot. Oh, this, this actor was, was excellent. Good. I gotta look very this guy good. up. I don't know. Um, and I, I looked, I looked him up. His name was Jim Moore Norton. And I was like, <gasps> yeah, I was like, what? And it's like, no. Hell yeah. Um, but this, guy, this guy, this no, guy, uh, very Boy, importantly, was the ombudsman <gasps> in uh, Grail. What? Oh, yes. Grail man. Yes, yeah. I looked it up. That's the the important connection. Well, once I saw it wasn't the the famous um, uh, asshole comedian Jim Norton, I was like, I'm not interested. Yeah, but uh, I, guess, I no, he's, just, he's just an actor. Uh, because he was in, he was in here. another he was also in Quality of he Mercy. In, he was in Trek he too, was. I believe. I think he's been in a lot of like these sci-fi shows. Yeah, but he was very very good. He was in Frasier. Uh, wow. Yeah, right. Yeah, he did a lot of telly. Yeah, yeah. very very he good. I, I really I enjoyed. I thought he did a very good job here. I thought he really he did very well. Sold like when he when he had like speeches because this character has to deliver some big speeches about like yeah. his yeah, culture he's, and he's stuff. He's very and very good in this. He was very good. It really it really hit uh, for me. And yeah, well, uh, and he's still in a uh, he's still performing today. Apparently, oh, he's, he has great. a credit in 2022. Oh, great! Good right? for him. That's that's great. Honestly. Yeah, it's a good life. Yeah, 
so he dies and Franklin is so frustrated. He's been up for days. He's taken all these stims. He's really trying to crack the code here and he just can't. And so he starts knocking some stuff around. It's, you, uh, you see, I, I forgot this scene having seen it like, but you see like, so he like uh, Dr. Lazarin dies and then we, we see Franklin on the other side of the glass getting upset. And then you see behind Franklin, this cart covered with beakers and other glass things. And it's yeah. a wheeled cart. And I like, I just immediately was like, that cart is there explicitly to be knocked yeah. over. Like <laughs> that is there to be citizen Kane, uh, like, yeah. you know, late scene, yeah. you know, temper tantrum. Like that is yeah. there uh, only to be flipped over. And he, he flipped it over. Uh, yeah. So he's get he's so mad and he's just like so frustrated and he's 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 seething, and uh, here's something: the computer goes, "We have a match between." Oh, I thought the computer had a different voice, Steve. Yeah, actually, this computer is a, a little bit more pleasant um, than than Keffer's. There's a match: the Pockmer green cells and the Markeb yellow cells are a match. So there's something there that he might get the solution. Yeah, it's a regular match and, game over there. We find it. Next scene, Franklin is telling Sheridan, hey, uh, it, it's this is like technobabble, but about fake alien biology. He's like, yeah, there's a thing in the brain and these signals. They do a decent job making it understandable. Yeah, they do. It's like, the, I don't even, the signal. and then it, 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 the Essentially, this signal. disease uh, stops your uh, uh, nervous system. Like, it, mm -hmm. it stops your nervous system from um, sending... Uh, messages, messages to, your organs. to other cells and organs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> and so right now, the Markev and the Pokmar are the only aliens on Babylon 5 who can get this based on their physiology. But that could change because um, what if that's the how Omicron, work. Yeah. Uh, 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 Droth, what's the name of the plague again? Drotha? Yeah. Uh, plague, yeah. Yeah. Those little yeah. spikes, they get sticky. They get sticky. Yeah. Uh, so he goes, hey, we got to stop this before it gets worse. And I think I know what I could do to, to solve it. I, I got 500 samples of this vaccine, and I think it's going to work. It's going to give people stronger cells. They're going to be able to fight this. It's going to be awesome. So let's go and administer these, these vaccines to these people. Um. So they run. They they run down to the little uh the the little banquet hall there, and they're like, "Hey, no one answered our calls. Is everything good?" And the guards are like, praying. "Yeah." The, the guards are like, "I don't know. We're, we we don't go in." Yeah. And they go, "Well, open the door. We got to go and and administer this uh this this vaccine." Uh, and, and they open the door, and um, the, you they're, see they're their reaction first. Yeah, you see their reaction first, yeah. and you, you can tell. Uh, oh man, they're all dead. All of, every oh, single man. one of this them. This is Jesus Christ. This uh, they they uh, they really go for the knife oh, with this. Yeah. They do not. Oh. They. Uh, this is the second episode where Franklin runs down the hallway to solve something to find uh, not only one dead body like last time, but this time. But this time, uh, yeah, it's thousands. Yeah, Jesus Christ, Fra <laughs> Franklin. Oh boy, this is uh, a, yeah. <laughs> Franklin this doesn't is, get that many is... happy stories. <laughs> no, 
Yeah, I was just watching this. I'm like, uh, this is oh man, this is brutal. I know the moment. I was just like, pull let me pause this. I gotta a, like walk around. There was a, a no. Uh, yeah, I need to go uh, pet my cat because I'm not. This is bad. I uh uh, uh I I I I try not to uh, uh give any teasers and or, or tips and tricks. Uh uh, but but with this one, I did give a little bit of an early uh content warning. Uh, uh yeah. to them in our, our group chat where i was like uh just heads up <laughs> this heads is up. a little yeah, i didn't say anything i was just like this episode a is a little a little intense yeah uh, was. this was. this uh, scene is a very upsetting and we're not and, even to the most upsetting part yeah <laughs> and lanier and uh lanier and delenn are just like cradling these bodies and they get up and there's just Man. like they are broken people and uh yeah it's awful and john sheridan uh he, he sees the len and she just like collapses into him and she's like she she calls him john yeah but not not in a fun way yeah just like oh like oh god yeah, that, fucking that, pay that, off. That, that was a that was a kick in the fucking <laughs> like, gut huh? god damn it john like Jesus. the things she is like breaking down and like i can't even uh. imagine what that was like uh just awful um and yeah, and so, Lanier can confirms before that no one made it. Yeah, no there's one. Not, they're all they're, no they're, one, every yeah, single no, person. There's not a person that. like kind of sitting there like, oh maybe. Well Jesus. the next scene, Delenn is hanging out with Sheridan and she says, Hey Sheridan, thank you for what you did. You you, you got this God. You got this vaccine and it's gonna be great. And Franklin and he goes, No, 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 well Franklin did it. Uh and Delenn is talking kind of more spiritually. She goes, Well, look. They might be dead, but we need to honor their loss uh, to prevent further loss. So in a way, like we are honoring them by, by even though you didn't make it, we have this. You're going to honor their deaths by saving these people. And we'll all grow from this. We're all going to be able to kind of move from this. And Sheridan, That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Sheridan kind of, you, you could tell that Sheridan doesn't really buy that. He's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, sure. That'd be That's cool. almost yeah. all of uh uh sheridan's responses to delenn this episode other it's than like, telling her not to go into the plague zone is yeah. like uh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah don't, don't do that so maybe that's what's going to happen that's what sheridan wants to happen uh so let's let's check on the news oh man so we're at the zocalo and franklin is getting a drink after some of the most trying moments of i would say his entire life uh, to see that happen. Uh, I think that will kind of weigh heavy on his soul for the rest of the show. And the news is on, and, um, well, wouldn't you know it, uh, every single Markeb is dead, basically. Like, there uh, might be, like, one or two, but effectively... Yeah, everyone... They're gone. ...on their homeworld right. is dead. Everyone on their homeworld died. And there are several colonies out there where they they have kind of gone out to, they're all dead. There may be a couple colonies that are so isolated that they're not um, affected by this, but for all intents and purposes, the Markeb species is gone, uh, completely <sighs> uh, demolished uh, by this illness. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then the bartender makes a really racist joke about like, hey, you know what's a, a billion dead Markeb is called? It's a... Planetary redecoration. <laughs> oh man! And he, then he goes, oh, "I hate the news. It's too depressing." Then he turns the TV this off. This was that. This was 
He says Marge changed the channel while he's asleep yeah. at the funeral. Yeah. yeah. And then Franklin is just like so dead tired and so defeated by this. He just goes, nothing changes. And he, he walks away. He walks away. Yeah, that oh, was Franklin. Um, I've got uh, bad news for you about Chalmers Christ. syndrome. Yeah, <laughs> that was probably yeah. the most uh, uncomfortably uh, real moment I think in the whole episode for me was the fucking asshole making a joke about it. Uh, yeah, just and just not yep. caring, uh, and then just being like, "I don't follow yeah. the news." Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't follow the news. Like a like a billion like a race was just wiped out, and it's just like, "LOL." Yeah, eh, I don't really billion. care. And yeah. it's just I like, didn't like him anyway. All right. Oh, who man. wants a Zima? Jesus Christ. Who wants a Zoom Jesus burger? Fucking Christ. That's got to be the most devastating episode ending, at least, I would say, since the, um, I, I would say the last one, the, the only one that Kefir, was pretty tough. The only one that Kefir was prominently featured in. Yeah. Uh, the one where, yeah, with the one yeah, where he's, all a, the he's were a, dead. a signal of death. You'll see me two more times if you do bad. I'll go first with my thoughts about this episode. Um, sure. This is this is one. Uh, obviously, uh, this is an episode you never forget after <laughs> seeing this one. Yeah. Uh, it, it, and it unfortunately has only become more memorable uh, with the times. Uh, uh, and I mean, I think in a lot of ways, um, I mean, they're like you know, Babylon Five isn't like a like a black pill show it's not hopeless uh but it is a show that has a level of uh cynicism uh about about things or uh and it has or you know some might say it's not cynicism they would say like oh it's more clear-eyed about about some things sure um <clears throat> and uh yeah, like it's it's just funny because uh I I think uh you you kind of you look at some of the uh responses on like uh, the the lurker's guide as I often do which is him talking with uh, people on the news groups at the time uh contemporaneous with when this aired and you only see him you only see his responses you don't see what people said uh to to get to it mm -hmm. and it's interesting and this has happened a couple times um where it kind of feels sometimes uh that people are responding uh to an episode uh like this and saying like well that's kind of unrealistic <laughs> people are smarter than that or we're smarter than that now uh and um uh, uh nope. this, you watch this episode and you're like oh i've seen all uh i've seen all of this uh in in recent times yeah and they uh, would have seen it, it then too they would have yeah oh. obviously like uh yeah um like <laughs> obvious like the the most recent you know uh uh widespread terrifying infectious disease at that point would have been HIV mm -hmm. uh uh wait like I mean there were obviously other kind of terrifying uh uh things around but I think like HIV AIDS like that that got uh I think a lot more kind of attention yeah, yeah. um and uh but uh but yeah I mean I think it's a great I think it's a great episode it's a very upsetting episode like the scene yeah. where like and it's also like quite beautifully shot 
uh lots of real mm. like the uh, you know when uh delenn embraces uh sheridan uh you know the the lighting and that uh, yeah, great uh, acting too yeah like a lot mm-hmm. of really wonderful yeah. performances like including from uh the the, the ombuds uh <laughs> yes and and yeah, uh, it's just a like it's a it's a it's a great episode it isn't um it's interesting like this obviously this has nothing to do with uh you know like the centauri uh you know narn war like it doesn't have anything was is it's kind of uh like a one-off story you have seen the markab before yeah and we heard about uh, uh, we, we we've we heard about like i think they have a seat at the they do they have a seat at the the council and i think you yeah. could even see him in the first seat like they're a background alien mm-hmm. i feel like yeah. i've seen him before uh, this isn't this isn't a, a spoiler to say you do not see those aliens again <laughs> yeah they're done <laughs> oh, uh, boy. man that's uh, man and um and yeah i mean i think it's it's just a very smart and, and good episode and it's it's upsetting but i think it's also i i would say that the, the this isn't the type of thing that star trek uh would no. do but uh ds9 kind of does it well um with, uh, the, yeah the, the, i would say uh, so yeah yes. so that episode does not end with everybody on that planet dying yep uh was that the, the quickening i think uh but mm-hmm. it is similarly kind of grim <laughs> yeah this is pretty good uh, anyway. um yeah um yeah, I will. I I pretty much agree. I I um, I think like watching this episode, I, I I genuinely felt at a certain point where I was very much just like, like some of this. I'm like, I, I feel like there there are some things about this that are like, the, the way that this kind of compares to you know like the HIV to the AIDS crisis and all that. I can kind of see all those parallels. I feel like I'm not maybe personally like 100 percent qualified to be like how good of a comparison is that and 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 like how well is it handled and i'm kind of curious maybe to see if other people kind of have takes on it personally like i'm kind of want to look into that but i do think that it was a really effective episode i thought the acting was very good i was very drawn in i feel like i feel like i just learned a lot a a lot of like a little world building things i thought were really interesting even just the little things you learn about the 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 minbari in this Mm -hmm. uh, but definitely about the markab and and about how basically all this stuff has been handled um uh, all the stuff with keffer was extremely important and uh, really really <laughs> well mean, tied in be. um i have no idea um but like i i think what i did appreciate about this episode too is that um it didn't feel like it was too grim for the sake of being grim it felt like it was just kind of yeah like you said just kind of taking an honest assessment of the situation um i appreciate that i was worried that they were going to do a big like, ooh, he finds the cure and everyone's okay ending. I, I really thought, because that's kind of a Star Trek thing, and I really thought that maybe that would that would happen, and uh, yeah. I think it was a Thank very you, good decision. Doctor, for saving not, us. Exactly. I thought it was a good decision not to do that, but at the same time, it was rough. Um, and yeah, that, that last scene is one of the most brutal last scenes I think they've done. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, very, yeah. I think like Ben said, I, they're, they're very aware of like homegrown nationalism and like racism. Uh, that's like a thing that they're very aware of in this show, and uh, yeah, so yeah, I thought it was very, very good. Tough, tough, but a, but a good one. Tough good but one. fair. Yeah, it was good. It was very, very hard in places to watch this, um, considering what's going on with uh, COVID and and quarantine, and yes. you know, we're in. We have these little pockets where we're maybe okay, and then it's like that's not really happening. 
Um, and a lot of moments here that really hit close to home about how things have turned out uh, for us in 2022 and 2021 and 2020. Um, it reminded me a little bit of uh, On Cinema with Tim Heidecker and Greg Turkington, because uh, On Cinema is this ridiculous comedy show, but it, it really like articulated what the Trump years would be like like before the trump years and uh the way that tim heidecker described it because someone was like how did you get so close to what happened and he was like well i just looked at the worst case scenario and went there and then that happened uh so that just kind of reminds me of that like this is how it would have happened and this is how in many ways that it did happen so uh good on you jms for being uh, oh, one hundred percent. It's not one hundred percent fatal. <laughs> well, no, but like you know, all the, all the racism. I think it's. And, a, uh, I think it's an yeah. intentional kind and, of and people trying to look away from it, and people not watching yeah. the news, and people like you know being ostracized for for having it in some ways. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just it, it was a rough episode. A really the, the, good the guy one. saying that making the joke at the end, and then specifically <laughs> following it up with like, I don't care about the news. Yeah, I don't like, care about this. That hurt. Like yeah. that hurt so bad. I was just like, oh fuck. It's yeah. like a Twilight Zone ep- ending. Yeah, it yeah. really was. Yeah. Like which JMS wrote uh, for the the eighties Twilight Zone. Oh, so you know what? Actually, now I think about this. Now I think about it, it has kind of that feeling of kind of like a, a Twilight Zone mor- morality play yeah, right yeah. like this could happen here you know like that's a very kind of twilight zoney yeah conceit uh, anyway good right. episode uh yeah it, this one's gonna sit in my stomach forever maybe so good job well do you want to know what uh what we're going to be talking about next week well we there is one thing we have to do before that oh i don't shit. i don't know if i can even do this well, oh there's not going to be one but we uh, could we okay, could play we the, the tune we, we could play the know. tune say it steve say well, uh, we did not discuss the Jeffrey Sinclair Memorial Sex Person Award. I, I don't know. I might have to respectfully bow out of this one. A, bu- a bunch of... <laughs> like, yeah, no, I anyway, know. We didn't do it on uh, the one where the kid died. No, We're not yeah. going to do it for yeah, this one. Yeah, I'm going to respectfully whole race say... Yeah, I'm going to respectfully uh, bow But it was Keffer. Okay. Um, <laughs> sure. Next week, Divided. Divided. Loyalties. Uh, <clears throat> all right. This is, this is fun. I'm excited to read this one. <clears throat> Lita Alexander, the station's first telepath, returns with a warning. Uh, that one of Babylon 5's officers is an operative for a top-secret government organization. Oh, no. And a long-held secret is revealed. No! Wait, is this wait. the telepath, wait, is this is the that telepath from, the from the pilot? Yeah. It's the telepath from the pilot. Oh, oh my God! Hey, wow. welcome back! Holy shit. Look, this show remembers. This is, of, of any show I've watched, this show remembers. I hope remembers. they bring back more pilot characters, because that's, uh, that's great. I'm yeah. very excited. Uh, yeah, that's going to be exciting. I can't wait to see what the dangerous secret is. Wow. Wow. All right, Sean, you're the host. Sean, take us out. All right. Well, uh, folks, uh, that has been the last best uh, Babylon 5 podcast. Uh, Thank you for listening. Uh, This was a a real humdinger of an episode. (laughs) Uh, Excuse me. Of an episode. Really glad we got to talk about it, though. Uh, Good stuff. 
you can find us on Twitter at LastBestB5. Uh, Instagram, same thing. Uh, and then also, uh, it's what the Gmail is LastBestB5 yeah. at gmail.com. Yeah. Send, uh, I want to thank Timothy uh, for sending in the wonderful caution and fic. Made, made us all laugh and guffaw. Um, folks, if you want to send in more caution and fic, I would love more stuff in that vein or go crazy, get, 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 get wild with it. Uh, and, uh, we'll, we'll, I would love to, to, to read it. Uh, so send it in. Love caution. Uh, Timothy got in four pairings into this, which was, uh, just a, a, a shipper's delight. Uh, so <laughs> would love more of that. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Hey, listen, have, we'll see you next time next week. And, uh, have a have a great rest of your night and uh, take care. Goodbye. Wanderers. Wanderers. Thank you for listening to the Last Best Babylon 5 podcast. This podcast is starring Ben Vigent, Sean Rose, and Stephen Winchell. Art and theme by Stephen Winchell. Editing by Ben Vigent. If you enjoyed this podcast, give us a review on Apple Podcasts.